Steve Stabbing is here. SteveStabbing.ca for more details. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve, with Friday the 13th, we were talking about magical thinking and superstition and all the things that we mm-hmm. keep in our lives that we have no idea really why we do them. We have no evidence that they actually work, but somehow they make us feel better. Do you have uh, lucky shorts or a superstition that you keep going? Um, Not really. I mean, I used to have like... um. Not like 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 a like a necklace and like a wristband that I always wore, and I would like feel weird and off if I wasn't wearing them back in my like video store days. But I don't know, is that considered superstitious? Like, well, yeah, it would be if you you know wear your bracelet because it it makes you feel good and it, it mm-hmm. brings you good luck, or your days are better when you wear the bracelet and stuff like that. Right? Those would be the. Or it can get confused with my OCD. Yeah, could <laughs> like, be right. it just kind of gets all <laughs> melded into it. I'm like, is it superstition or is it really just like a latent mental thing? That could be, could be. And well, one and the same even could be. For everyone <laughs> who doesn't hear the conversation about Friday the Thirteenth, our podcast is a great place to get it or stick around. Grab it on the replay here on the shift. Now, as much as uh, Steve's bracelet is compelling radio, it's not why we're here. <laughs> what the hell should we watch this weekend? Because of last week, we want to make good on a couple of stories. Viff, you were at the Vancouver International Film Festival. You got a couple of for us. So maybe quickly before we start on specifics, um, what was your takeaway about the the talent and, and what was there? Um, like it was just really good to get back and do this the festival in person because I hadn't done it in four years. So that was very cool to like actually go to the Vancouver Playhouse and see the premiere of these movies. I mean, I kicked off with a really great one, uh, The Old Oak, which is the uh, final film from uh, Ken Loach, and he's like, he's a filmmaker that like stand stood out in the festival for me before for for a few years. So he's kind of like it's kind of fitting that he was my homecoming film to the festival. Um, and just a very, very cool experience. Again, um, I, I think that they put the, uh, together a pretty, pretty good festival, um, a bit overwhelming <laughs> at times. I felt um, that uh, taking in multiple films in a day um, after being, having a long period off and not doing that was a little, little much in the city. Um, especially going from Penticton to Vancouver and Vancouver used to be my old stomping grounds. So yeah, I, it was small town boy now. Yeah. I, I really started to feel it when I was downtown, when I hit the sky train, when I would take the bus to get to another venue, like, that's where it all became very apparent for me. (laughs) I love it. Well, let's get started with some of your VIF stories. First one is the old Oak. Imagine if all the families mix and start to eat together. If you eat together, you stick together. God, what? God, what? The village, the old oak. All right, the old oak. Yeah, this film is uh, takes place in the a poor neighborhood uh, in the UK. Um, as then only Ken Loach can tell these stories. A filmmaker has been working since the late '60s, um, and basically this uh, this neighborhood has also uh, been chosen as where where the UK is going to put some of the Syrian refugees, uh, which creates kind of a, a culture clash with a lot of the uh, people in in the town. But uh, the film basically follows TJ, uh, who's the owner of the Old Oak Bar, a uh, sort of rundown pub that is the 
the heart of the town where, where a lot of the working class folk go to uh, take a load off. And he becomes kind of the advocate for the Syrian refugees in town and as he tries to form a community with them in mind as well. And it's such a beautifully told story. And uh, Ken Loach going out on an incredible high note and an incredible, incredibly relevant story that uh, has a lot of good takeaways. Steve Stebbing is here. First couple here are from the Vancouver Film Festival. Next on the list is Monster. Uh, subtitles don't work well on the radio. Tell no, us about they it. De- they definitely don't. But this is uh, the new film from uh, director Hirokazu Kurita, who had uh, my favorite film of last year's VIF Festival uh, called Broker and returns with another film this year that um, I think this might just be by a hair be my favorite film of the festival again. So he is a repeat Uh, director as far as uh, awards caliber in my mind Um, but this is such an interesting multifaceted film that changes as you change the perspective with characters because it basically starts as a kind of a mystery with a little comedy edge about a mother trying to figure out what's happening to her son at school uh, as it pertains to bullying and maybe a teacher may be bullying him. And then it goes to the perspective of the teacher and it becomes kind of a comedy of errors and everything. And this film just constantly evolves to a, just an ending that you really don't see coming, but it just kind of really hits you emotionally in the end. And Karita is honestly one of the best. And uh, when this one comes out in wider release, I think uh, a lot of people should go see it. Steve will be available to talk about more of this stuff, of course, as he goes through his writing on his website and all these things over the next few weeks. He'll uh, share some of these stories with you. So feel free to get on that, stevestepping.ca. It's What the Hell Should We Watch this weekend with the AV Club coming up next. First on the list of new releases is The Burial. Litigation is war. It's a battle. Bam! And I'm not talking about no bull****. I'm talking about some Jean-Claude Van Damme kicking Truth is, I may have gotten myself into a lot of trouble. I've been your lawyer 30 years. We can find a way out of it. You've never sued anybody before in your whole life. This fella tried to bully me out of business, and I don't think I should be expected to stand for it. Tell me about the burial. Everyone loves a good funeral movie. Yeah, this is uh, based on a true story, and it follows uh, Tommy Lee Jones' character, uh, Jeremiah O'Keefe, who's a funeral home owner who is... uh, basically on the wrong end of a deal gone wrong with his business and enlists a a smooth talking attorney uh, played by Jamie Foxx to save the family business. And uh, this movie really kind of skirts on good performances. Uh, The script is a little lacking here and there, but honestly, Tommy Lee Jones is an Academy Award winner. So was Jamie Foxx, and they both kind of exude the best qualities of that and really make it work. Um, So the burial is not going to blow you away. That's why it's kind of relegated to a prime video releases where where you can find it because nobody wanted to compete with Taylor Swift in theaters this weekend. And um, I I mean, if you're looking for a solid film, then I would check this one out. All right. They, uh, she bumped that release up, eh? the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. 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 Um, She was supposed to be on Friday. Yeah. 
Um, next on the list of new releases, Strange Way of Life. A woman was found killed in town. What are you doing? You never loved me. You never loved anyone in your life. Don't say that. <laughs> that voice sounded like one of those. Hey, what's your name? Tony. <laughs> sounded like that guy. Yeah, it's uh, Pedro Pascal and uh, Ethan Hawke star in this one. Uh, it comes from international director uh, Pedro Almodovar. Um, basically about uh, two cowboys uh reforming a friendship that they had from years before but with the real um love undertones that were that were behind that because this is a this is a gay romance at, at its center um and i mean it's got two of the hottest actors working today uh ethan hawk and 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 pedro pascal so they didn't screen this one at all in Canada. I don't know why, because Almodovar usually makes very interesting and well-received films. So I don't know why they were shielding this one from us. But I've been really interested in this film ever since I heard about it. It lo- The trailer looks like a million dollars, like so well shot, so beautifully and artfully with so much color. Um, and yeah, I really wanted to see this. I was kind of bummed that they weren't going to send out pre-screeners. All right, next on the list was Steve Stebbing. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Our favorite, Ernie Coombs, Mr. Dress Up, The Magic of Make Believe. Oh, here you are. You're here and we're here. I've got a good bat costume here to show you. Didn't matter what race you were, what color you were, what religion you were, what language you spoke, you watched Mr. Dress Up. Ernie Coombs, Mr. Dress Up, I mean, he was just so kind and gentle. Ernie never forgot a child within him. Tell us about Mr. Dress Up. Loved his tickle trunk. Yeah, this is an interesting one because this is a crossover with Viff because I saw this at the festival in a theater, which was a really good, a cool way to see this film. Uh, but it is now available on Prime Video for you to watch. And uh, I mean, this is a very serviceable and straightforward documentary. It doesn't kind of hit the levels that the Mr. Rogers documentary did, Won't You Be My Neighbor, or even the uh, Sesame Street one, Street Gang. Um, but I really enjoyed this film because it taught me things that I didn't know about Ernie Coombs. Like I didn't know that Mr. Rogers brought him to Canada and that's how he got his start. And I, I, I always thought that he was just Canadian through and through, but he's actually American. He's from Maine. Um, and I mean, just a lot about the relationship and the development uh, with the uh, all the characters. I mean, the puppeteer, uh, Juliet Stevenson, uh, Casey Finnegan, just, I mean, all all of this stuff is so ingrained as a Canadian kid of a certain age um, that um, this movie, if you experienced Mr. Dress Up in your formative years, this movie is kind of like a warm hug. Um, and I really dug that. And plus, there's some really sweet stories from uh, Ernie's son, Chris, in this one that I really, really, really liked. Steve Stebbing is here, and we got a text message from Roger in Calgary. It says, hey, buddy, can you please ask the movie dude, that's you, about the new Exorcist movie? Uh, I Not good things. Just There's okay. no good things to say about that movie. There we go. That's best, best, fastest review ever.